You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind the scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. You know, I love to talk about subjects that make other people uncomfortable and I am no bullshit all the time. So today we are going to talk about one of my favorite subjects. Any other NTPs out there? I know you love to talk about this as well, and that is poop. We are shit talking today in the best way possible. This topic came highly requested. I had asked you guys what topics you wanted, discussed on mini-sodes, and quite a few people said poop. Like, <laughs> that was just it. So I asked, I asked for questions. What questions do you have around poop and bowel movements? And you sent some in, so I thought I would answer those for you today because I think this is something that a lot of people are curious about but they're embarrassed to talk about but you guys this is just part of life and I mean if you're in the health and wellness industry you're probably totally desensitized to this like when people talk to me about their bowel movements I really don't think twice about it because this is kind of what I talked about all the time when I was seeing nutrition clients it's just it's so important to make sure that we are having regular bowel movements This is key for detoxification. Our poop tells us a lot about our overall health. And I know many of you know my full story. And I was chronically constipated for 22 years. And I did not know until I was about 18 that I was constipated. I thought it was normal to not poop regularly. Like, it was bad. So the number one question I got asked when I requested your questions relating to poop was... What is a normal amount of times to go every day? A few people ask me that. How often should I go every day? What's normal? What's not normal? And what I'm going to say here is that it actually depends on what you're eating. And a few people asked about that as well, asking about how if the quantity of what we eat affects our poop, how much we poop out. So in my professional opinion, I'm going to say ideally in most circumstances, you're pooping once a day. Now, I think twice a day, it can be perfectly normal depending on what the person is eating. It just depends on their body. And also, you know, sometimes once every other day can be fine. But more often than not, I would like it to happen once a day for most people. But I think the other thing that, that people don't talk about as often is the quality in terms of what your poop looks like, but also how it feels when you're pooping. Like you can poop every day, but feel like you haven't fully evacuated and you're still constipated. So if you have to strain when you poop, then, but you're pooping every day, that's still not normal. So it's not just 
about how often you poop. And obviously on the other side of things, you know, I know some people are pooping like three to four times a day. I don't think that's normal. That is too much, probably really dehydrating. So something needs to be bound up a bit. There's a reason, the reason that's happening. So I would say anywhere from, I mean, most people once a day, if you go twice a day, that can be fine too, depending on what you're eating and with certain diets once every other day. Some people have like a perfect poop once every other day, have no trouble evacuating, everything's working well and that works for them. But again, it just depends what you eat. And I think carnivore is a perfect example of this. And this is what somebody else said too. She said, meat seems to make way less waste than vegetables, for example. And this is very true. On carnivore, if you ever try a carnivore diet or an animal-based diet, you'll probably find that you don't poop as often and your poop is just smaller. There, There isn't as much. And so on a carnivore diet, some people might poop once every two or three days, maybe, but they have no issues doing it. Their poop is great. It's just like less waste is moving through their body. But it really is important that you think about if it's difficult to pass at all. If you feel constipated, then you probably are. Versus people on plant-based diets, really high fiber diets, often find that they are pooping a lot. So I know a lot of people who lean more towards the plant-based side might be pooping all the time, like four times a day. And that is just, that's probably too much. So I would have something that's going to help bind things up there, like adding in some more protein, reducing your insoluble fiber, reducing your nuts and seeds or leafy greens, and maybe adding in some more soluble fiber. In terms of What's normal going a little bit further? I'm sure many of you are familiar with the Bristol stool chart, which basically classifies your poop. There are seven categories and you want your poop to be a four, which is where your poop is smooth and soft, comes out easily. It's like sausage or a banana or some people say a snake. Honestly, I can't, whatever. But, you know, you don't want it to come out like cracked or hard, which is more on the constipation side of things, or on the more diarrhea-like side of things. If it's really soft, it has those fluffy, poorly defined edges. It's mushy, liquidy. You don't want that either. So somewhere right in the middle, pooping every day, it should be brown. And I actually have a blog post in Uplevel in my membership all about what your poop means. And I talk about colors and textures and what it means about your health and what to focus on. So I highly recommend checking that out also if you're really interested in this. But let me let me answer a few other questions. So someone said, have you seen decreasing fat intake help with floating stools slash malabsorption? It's been four to five times a day. And then somebody else said, is it true that if your poop floats, you're having too much fiber. So if your stool is floating, then this usually means that you're not digesting your fats properly. When you see mucus in your stool, you know that you have fat malabsorption, you're not digesting it properly. The same way, you know, if you always see bits of food in your in your stool, then you're not digesting or absorbing those foods fully. So yes, decreasing your fat intake can help with floating with floating stools slash malabsorption. It can be a sign that you are eating too much fat, but it could also be a sign that you just aren't absorbing it properly. So what I would say there is, I mean, think about how much fat you you consume and 
if it is a very abnormally high amount, like it's you're loading fat on everywhere, then maybe just turn the fat down a little bit. But if you feel like it's just kind of a normal amount of fat, then I would support your your fat absorption and you might need an ox bile supplement. I really recommend the protocol in up level that is about supporting your liver or gallbladder. It's basically a two-part protocol, two-month and I use a few different supplements to support fat digestion. That can make a huge difference um, supporting your liver and your gallbladder. But an ox bile supplement could really help. As well as digestive enzymes. I mean, really, if anything wonky is going on with your stool and you feel like you're eating a good diet, then I would always just start with digestive enzymes. I mean, they're not going to hurt anyone. And that can be such a simple, simple fix. So floating stool is really more about fat intake and not about fiber intake. Back to this question of what we're eating and how much we poop and, you know, meat versus vegetables. Yeah, meat. When you're eating a carnivore diet, it's going to be less often. And somebody asked me about bowel movements on carnivore. How long does it take to regulate and what is she doing wrong? Well, it's hard to know you know, at the beginning, your bowel movements can be kind of all over the place. Some people are really constipated at the beginning. Some people have really bad diarrhea and other people just kind of normalize out. It honestly took me a full 30 days for my digestion to regulate. But the thing here is to really play with your fat to protein ratio. This is super common and I would stick to straight meat. Eating foods like chicken and turkey can constipate people on carnivore. Eggs can cause digestive issues. So especially when you are adapting, I would recommend sticking to red meat and salt. Really simple while you're adapting and making sure that you are getting enough fat. If you go really lean, then that can cause constipation or in some people diarrhea. But your bowel movements tend to even out much more quickly when you make sure that you're eating a high fat to protein ratio. So it's like making your fats, I mean, at least 65 to 70% of your diet during that transition phase helps a lot. But once things even out, you might notice that you don't you don't poop as often and there's not as much volume and that's I mean literally just because you are not eating as much volume. There's not as much to push it through, but it's fine as long as it doesn't feel like you're straining. I mean, if you're going a whole week without pooping, that's that's an issue, but you know, if it's I know some people who poop like once every two days on carnivore and it it's easy there's no issues there's just less waste so it might not be as often but it is very important that it is regular and isn't difficult to get out and then a few people asked me questions about constipation so someone said what to do if you have regular bowel movements but still feel backed up that's a version of constipation and somebody else said how to go every day instead of every two to three days. It's getting better for me taking a spore probiotic ACV. Okay, so if you are pooping every day, but you still feel backed up, then you're still constipated and there's probably not a full evacuation. And if you're somebody who it's been like that for a while, I mean, I am a big fan of getting a clonic. I think, you know, that's not something to do regularly. Although if you're in a detox phase and you have to make sure detox pathways are open, regularly, I mean, not every day can be helpful. Like, you know, once every two weeks or once a month. I mean, I, when I was 
in the, in the thick of my detox was getting a colonic every week and it helped a lot. And then I'm a big fan of weekly enemas personally. So that's something to consider just to make sure everything is coming out because you guys, this is so important for detoxification, getting rid of all the toxins and making sure our hormones are balanced. I mean, obviously digestion, bloating, but there are health consequences to that when we are not pooping. So I think that if you've been feeling backed up for a while, like you poop every day, but you always feel like you never eliminate, I would recommend getting a colonic just to clean things out. And sometimes there is stuff stuck in our digestive tract. I mean, I'm sorry if it's gross, but from a long time, especially if that's been a pattern for a while. So it's good to just get a nice, good clean out. Talk to a professional. I am not a colon hydrotherapist, but they have been extremely helpful for me in detoxification and for many of my clients. And I think it's good to just get a full clean out every every so often. And then, you know, pooping every day, this could be a number of things, helping with constipation. There's so many dietary changes and supplement recommendations. And somebody also asked, you know, this is related. Somebody asked, do I recommend a Trantil for bloating and constipation? You can try it. For some people, it's great. So I say, you know, if you're interested in it, try it out. I personally haven't had success with it. I've had some clients it works really well for and some who it's just like me. There's no effect there. But first of all, you know, if you are struggling a lot with bloating and constipation um, and you're eating a really clean diet, it is very much worth it to get a stool test done and to check for any underlying pathogens because you could have any type of bacterial dysbiosis. You could have SIBO that would be tested by a breath test or candida overgrowth, some type of yeast overgrowth that can all cause bloating and constipation. And that's why it can be so frustrating because you might feel like you're doing everything right, but still having issues. And until you get to the root cause, it, it can still be like that. So that's the first thing to to check um, if you're doing, if you feel like you're doing everything else right. But Amy, before we get there, I would say, you know, taking a high quality probiotic, Just Thrive is my fave. And making sure you are getting enough magnesium. So I typically recommend magnesium glycinate because it's absorbed the best. But if you're struggling with constipation, it can be worth it to use a magnesium citrate for the time being just to get things going. But magnesium depletion can cause constipation. Vitamin C can be another thing that really helps. So taking vitamin C in the morning on an empty stomach. Also starting your day off with a warm beverage just to kind of get your digestion moving. So I love warm water with lemon in it. And a trick is if you're really constipated to put about half a tablespoon maybe of baking soda into that hot water first thing on an empty stomach and that can really help things go. If you need like immediate constipation relief, sometimes aloe vera juice or cascara sagrada can be very helpful, but those are laxatives and I wouldn't depend on them. I do also really like this product called Constipend. It is very helpful if you need a clean out. With dietary recommendations, my top dietary recommendation, well, first of all, it's either usually that the person needs to increase their soluble fiber intake or fat intake or both. Most people need to increase their fats, their healthy fats. And so this is why adding MCT oil can be helpful for 
getting rid of constipation or just more coconut oil, spooning down some coconut oil, adding in more olive oil, increasing their healthy fat intake can be super helpful. Most people think they're high fat and they're not really. And or increasing soluble fiber, getting your carbs up, especially if you eat more paleo, your carbs might be a lot lower than you think. So this is, you know, more of your sweet potatoes and winter squashes. Or if you tolerate grains and legumes, increasing those might help if you are somebody who responds well to the fiber. But if you're really constipated, I mean, I think usually the most effective thing for really bad constipation I have found, at least initially, is increasing fat and decreasing fiber. This is why the carnivore diet works so well for people with severe gut issues. And I'm not saying you need to or should go carnivore, but sometimes all of that fiber, especially the insoluble fiber, isn't helping. But again, it's all about thinking how you already eat and then changing it from there because there are definitely some people who do much better on increasing their fiber intake. And a lot of people feel better increasing their fats, increasing their their soluble fiber, their starches, and decreasing their protein a little bit. Too much protein can be constipating. And getting rid of the constipation can help a lot with the bloating. Outside of that, I think ginger ginger capsules are amazing for bloating. Um, Digestin from doTERRA is great. And not swallowing air. So if you, if you chew gum, if you swallow a lot of air while you're chewing, if you drink through a straw, this can create a lot of gas in your stomach. And eating a lot of fiber can cause bloating as well, especially if you have underlying dysbiosis and those pathogens are feeding on the carbohydrates. The main thing you really want to watch out for, though, is all of the refined carbohydrates and sweeteners, even the quote healthy ones, can cause a lot of bloating, processed foods in general. And on the other side of the coin, if you have diarrhea, the first thing I look at is people's coffee intake and their intake of nuts and seeds because that gives a lot of people the runs. And then some common allergenic foods like eggs can be a common one. If they're eating super high fat, a lot of MCT oil, coconut oil, might want to take that down a bit and also increase the protein. Increasing protein can be super helpful as well. And I also always check supplements because a lot of people are accidentally taking a lot of vitamin C or magnesium and they are having diarrhea. And so bringing bringing that intake down and in check is very helpful. Now, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There is a lot, a lot to say about this, but those are some simple tips just to help you regulate your digestion a bit. Pooping is so, so important. If you see food in your stool, something is wrong. That is usually a sign of malabsorption or low stomach acid or a food intolerance. It's also really important to make sure you are drinking enough water, staying hydrated to push things through, drinking half your body weight in ounces of water every day and half your body weight in pounds, consuming high quality probiotics like Just Thrive and balancing your stress response is key because a lot of bloating, constipation and diarrhea can honestly be very linked to stress and emotions. Undigested emotions quite literally manifest as bloating. It's like we're swallowing our emotions and then we're putting food on top of it. We haven't digested it and it just ferments. And diarrhea, a lot of people get diarrhea when they're nervous or super excited or it might turn to constipation. It depends on the person. But if you are in the sympathetic state often and it's really hard for you to calm down, you're very stressed out, it's going to be really hard for your body to evacuate fully, right? When you are in fight or flight, 
body's not thinking, oh, let me relax so I can, I can poop. I mean, sometimes a really simple tip is like to gaze, like gaze off in front of you. I think I heard Ben Greenfield saying this a while ago and I was like, whoa, you just kind of like look at a point ahead of you and kind of like gaze off and kind of defocus your eyes and it helps relax you. And also and that can help some people poop. And then also, you know, just like taking those deep breaths, doing some breath work. Inhale in, exhale out, exhale longer than your inhale. And of course, the beloved squatty potty. If you don't already have a squatty potty, you need one. We were designed to squat, not sit when we poop. So that is a must have in everyone's house. Truly. Good Anya here in Encinitas also has a squatty potty in their bathroom because they are very, they are very forward thinking, you know? And one other side thing I just thought about, if your poop smells like rotten eggs, then this is probably an issue with sulfur metabolism. So it would reduce your high sulfur foods in your diet for a bit. Um, maybe, maybe do some detoxification work to help with that. But I would, I would definitely recommend checking out my post in Uplevel all about what your poop means. And also in Wellness Foundations, which is the course that you get for free when you join Uplevel. I dive deep into recommendations around this in the nutrition sections and also the gut health module. There is a ton of info in there. So if this topic is interesting to you and you really want to deep dive into it, then I definitely recommend checking it out. And you can become an up-level member by going to my website, christinaricewellness.com and clicking the membership tab at the top. I hope you enjoyed this mini, mini sesh talking all about poop 101. There's so much to say about this and I don't know what it is about us NTPs. This is, this is our favorite topic. I'm happy to answer questions. Always happy to answer questions about it. So never be afraid to ask. Don't forget you can get exclusive access to behind the scenes content related to the show and my life by checking out my private Instagram page wellness realness crew all you have to do to get access to that is take a screenshot of your itunes rating and review and dm it to that account wellness realness crew request to follow and when i see that request i will add you in that's gonna be it for today's show hope you have an awesome rest of your day and i'll chat with you again next time bye